One thing that I talk a lot about on this podcast is the balance between self-care and business. And that's because if we don't take care of ourselves, we won't be able to effectively run our businesses. We can't ignore the conversations that happen around being a business owner and how that affects our stress levels and mental health. I've seen firsthand how running a business can put a strain on our mental health and what happens if there's no one to talk to that can help. If you've reached a point where you might be feeling stressed, anxious, depressed, or overwhelmed, then my sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your own convenience. And with a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network, you can find access to help that may not otherwise be available in your area and request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Schedule secure video and phone sessions Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com strategy. That's BetterHelp.com strategy. Are you struggling to find clarity in your business? Do you feel like you're winging it as a solopreneur? and lacking the confidence to charge your worth? Are you tired of the never-ending hamster wheel of content creation and marketing? If so, the Strategic CEO Accelerator Program is just what you need. This 90-day group coaching program will take you from struggling solopreneur to savvy CEO with a solid business foundation for success. In this program, we'll cover everything from mindset and time management to finding your messaging and making marketing that connects with your audience. You'll learn how to think like a CEO and create big picture goals with action plans to make them a reality. We'll help you build a brand identity that gives you the freedom to pick the clients you want to work with and find the work-life balance you deserve. With bi-weekly coaching sessions, personalized group assignments and feedback, access to a private community, email support, and a mind map journal just for business, you'll have all the tools you'll need to build a better business. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, schedule a complimentary strategy session and learn more about how the Strategic CEO Accelerator Program can give you the clarity, confidence, and consistency you need to succeed. Let's work together to build a solid foundation for your business and take your CEO skills to the next level. Visit strategybysasha.com slash strategic accelerator to sign up now. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, business minus the bullshit. Whether you're new in business or find yourself in a season of change, get ready to build a strategy, create an action plan, and crush those goals. I'm Sasha, host of Strategy for Creatives, and I help female-led businesses grow their brands in authentic, measurable, and meaningful ways without the stress. There's no sugar coating here. I'm serving up real tips and actionable steps you can take to help get you organized, get off the path to burnout, and grow your brand like a boss. So go ahead, pull up a chair, grab a notepad, and let's talk business.
Welcome to Strategy for Creatives Business Minus the Bullshit. I, of course, am your host, Sasha, and today's conversation is going to be a little bit different. I feel like I start to say that every episode now, but I just have been able to meet so many interesting, uh, creative people and to talk about business in a way that we don't always think about and in ways that I really think can help those in creative businesses and, and those who are trying to build their business in the creative sphere. So today I'm having a conversation about book writing, which I know is going to sound a little like, why are we talking about that? But you may or may not have noticed that there is, I think, more of a trend of more and more people writing books, especially as it relates to their business. And so I wanted to bring on someone to have this conversation with me today. So I'm talking to Megs, who is a professional words worker, intuitive writing coach, a ghostwriter, author, and publisher based in the heart of Montana, which I... I'm going to ask her about that just because I'm curious, but um, through her businesses, Meg writes and in I'm going to ask her to say her publishing name too, Omina Paradis, which I'm going to say wrong, I'm sure. She coaches and supports other creative, trend-setting, woo-believing badasses through the process of confidently sharing their message, story, expertise, and unique brand of magic without the migraines, sleepless nights, or court-ordered anger management to solidify their authority and blast their businesses to the next level. So Megs, thank you so much. And I apologize in advance for butchering your business name because I know I got it wrong. (laughs) It is totally fine. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) So I, this has nothing to do with uh, book writing at all. What's it like living in Montana? My husband watches a lot of like uh, homesteading and uh, hunting shows. And that is my only association with pretty much the middle of the country. <laughs> I love that. Uh, well, I'm not going to lie. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. Uh, my husband and I actually are from Western Washington and okay. born and raised. And he had moved around a little growing up, but I never moved out of the Western side of Washington state. I'm, I'm used to being by the ocean, the water right there. And his dad lives here in Montana. Okay. We came and visited when we first started dating. And I was like, honey, if this works out, like this is where we're moving. <laughs> it's really, it's just, I don't know. There is something they call it. It's big sky country. And yeah. like, again, it's the sky is bigger here. It, I don't yeah. know how scientific Montana's it's not. Like, there's mountains, right? There's mountains there's in so Montana. There's so many mountains. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, it's not one of the flat ones. This is, tells you my limited, <laughs> limited <laughs> notion totally of what's fine. in the middle of the country. <laughs> no, there's lots of mountains, lots of wildlife, but it's just, there's so, so much more space and less people spread out yeah. in that space. It, I don't know. It's just, it's beautiful. It's raw. I mean, we've had snow since before, God, before Halloween and it's snowing again today. That's the reason why I would never (laughs) move to places like Montana. I, my audience knows I live in Maryland. I'm right outside of DC. Today is actually a pretty warm day for it to be February. I think we're in the forties today. Oh my gosh. Um, which, oh no, I lied. Today we're 55, which is a nice spring day here. Um, but we call in Maryland, we call that our, it's our false spring um, because it likes to tease us and, and make us think that it's going to be nice. And then probably next week it's going to dip back into the thirties again and everything like that. But I hate cold weather and snow. So I commend you for living in a place that has had snow since October. 
<laughs> well, luckily, I mean, that's when working for myself and from home, <laughs> really, my commute, quote unquote, <laughs> is from the bedroom upstairs to my office. Yeah. And I can see the snow, but I'm toasty. I just <laughs> checked in with them until today, we're at about 21 degrees. So it's, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about book writing for business and I know you help you help people do this. And so I know that it's something that most people wouldn't even think about trying to do, why they should do it as a business owner. Um, I recently got asked to be, um, I was a guest on a podcast and, and the, the podcast host is putting together like a compilation book. And I was asked if I wanted to write a chapter and I was like, okay, that's cool. Like that seems like something I could do. Um, but like, why is this becoming a thing? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know we have limited time. So I'm going to try not to like, because I could, my husband laughs, I could talk about this until the cows come home, um, which again in Montana is a thing. I mean, it's literal. Like, be literal. <laughs> it is. So honestly, when it comes to books, I, I encourage people to think like, okay, one, it is not scary. It doesn't have to be painful or overwhelming or, you know, maddening. Just to get that out there. Trust me, give me another 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> with books nowadays, networking isn't done the same way it used to be. We don't go yeah. to networking events and trade business cards with each other and, and, you know, close business with a handshake. The world has opened up so much with people being able to do their business online from anywhere with people anywhere. Yeah. And so being able to have a book for your business, it's the new form of business card. And it really, oh, oh my gosh, it gives you a chance to connect with people 24 seven, 365 days a year while you're sleeping, while you're drinking an umbrella drink on the beach. Seriously, it's, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's absolutely amazing. And well, I, I think that putting author besides your business name, I feel oh, yeah. like still automatically like adds this level of prestige almost. But also on the flip side, which probably takes a little bit away from the prestige is that the barrier of entry to writing books has come way, way down. Yes, definitely. So, agree. Yeah, it's I, I know, like it a lot of people you can self publish now you can you, I mean, you can throw a book up on Amazon and as long as you're promoting it and, you know, you, you'll be able to find your way into making sales. So um, I could see how it's easier now to write a book. Oh, yeah, <laughs> most definitely. I mean, it still takes the work of sitting down and actually writing it. But a lot of my clients, they don't want to actually write and they have been scared of the idea of writing a book. And so what we'll do is work together. I will have them leave voice notes telling what they want in their book. And so really, they're still writing a book. It's yeah. just that they're speaking it, you know, yeah. uh, like with podcasters, your medium is it's audio, it's verbal. So you write the book that way. Um, <laughs> it, I definitely agree that the bar for being a quote unquote published author, it it has come down. It and in a nice way, it makes it more um, applicable for so many more people. Um, I think the biggest one that I see nowadays is when people are like, I'm an Amazon bestseller. And kudos, <laughs> if you're if you're on there, that's awesome. Um, 
the big thing, that's not something I promise to any of my clients or anyone that I work with, because in my experience, the people that are that are touting Amazon bestseller status, what that is, is usually it's a part of a collaboration. So mm-hmm. if you have 25 people in the book and yeah. each of those 25 people buys 10 copies for their friends and family, you immediately are going to hit that bestseller status because you yeah. hit the numbers out the gate, which it, I mean, it makes sense. Kudos. You, you yeah. got the title. That's the one that for me, I'm like, eh, take that with a grain of salt because... <laughs> If you sell five books in a category where there are only two other books to choose from, like you're going to be a bestseller. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess when it comes to like trying to figure out what to write about though, and, and especially when you're, when you're coming at it from a business aspect, I think, I think it it can be hard for, and I'll, I'll just use myself as an example. I can do my podcast all day. I can, I can talk to people. I can, you know, give all of my knowledge on how to, you know, automate in your business and why you need business goals and all of that stuff. But the thought of turning that into a book seems more daunting. And I know that you, you mentioned like you particularly help with like the storytelling aspect of it. And so why do you think like that kind of that's a good way like to do storytelling in book form to help your business as opposed to maybe doing something like this or for someone like myself who's like I don't know if I like have enough words to write you know in a book like how my book will be like what 10 pages I don't (laughs) (laughs) well okay so let me ask this how many podcast episodes have you done now uh I published a 50, I'm up to 53 and I have unpublished like another, like probably 10, 15. So. Okay. So you're, you're almost up to like 70. We'll just say. yeah. And each one of those is 20 to 30 minutes. So you have, and we, we talk fast. Yeah. When you start transcribing your podcast, the number of words that you've got, like, it's going to surprise you. <laughs> probably already have a 50,000 word book. You and think yes, so? <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. You go back through I feel and, like it also, and like, edit. My my podcast episode, I mean, I'm sure I could tie some of them together, but they're not all like one, you know, subject yes. or something like that, right? So Definitely. that <laughs> No, I get it. So that's honestly that's where I start with with when I'm coaching or helping a client with a book is I kind of take them back to basics, the beginner mindset that we're all so tired of hearing. But okay, what is it that you offer? What service, what product, what expertise? What is the magic that you bring that your clients want to work with you for? And that's why you write your book. Mm. Is I like to think of a book, it's it's kind of like a first date. Like it's <laughs> it, but it's just coffee. It's not dinner, there's no commitment. It's, you know, let's just get to know each other and let's see if we mesh. It's a chance for your a worldwide audience to be like, Hmm, I don't know. Do I like Sasha? Is it something that Mm -hmm. does she have something that I need? And without hopping on a call, without making that commitment to, well, no, I want to work with her one-on-one where I might have to say no, which is uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm going to pick up her book and I'm going to read it on my device while I'm riding the train and maybe we click and I reach out to work with her. Maybe I, pre-qualify myself as not being the right person for her. Mm. So it's, 
I mean, so many people are stuck in the idea of needing to hop on a sales call for every single client they're going to sign. And I don't know about you, but sales calls drain me. <laughs> I'm not a fan. And, no. and the people who listen to my show know this. And, and the, I mean, I make this podcast and I've been, it's upfront with what my podcast is. So it's meant to, you know, bring people to me and to uh, yeah. obviously offer value, but obviously to get to know me and then go to my website and want to work with me. Um, but I hate, I hate being salesy. I despise oh, yeah. it. <laughs> Well, and so that's the nice thing is that with a book, it's you're not being salesy. You're just telling a story about, hey, this is who I am. Here's a little bit of my background. Here's my story. Here's why I work the way I do. I curse. Uh, I like to do this. (laughs) I live in Maryland. I don't want to be in cold weather. Like these are some parts of my personality. It lets them get get comfortable with you in order to pre-qualify themselves. It's... It's such an amazing experience. So I, the other big thing is with, as a pot, I seriously, I'm trying to like cycle through because there's so many things. (laughs) I call it my drunk octopus syndrome because I've got like so many. (laughs) Um, But like with a podcast, so you have multiple topics that you address. You, You have your business, but you offer numerous different kinds of services and specialties to your clients. You can take those podcast episodes and find the ones that fit into a certain category and repurpose those into an ebook that you can have a whole series that's going to work and connect with a different part of your audience and bring yeah. them into your world. It's it's absolutely amazing. Just it really does open you up to a whole new world of of possibilities. Now you have me really considering writing a book. Um, but it's like, oh, one more thing to add to my list of things to do. <laughs> um, but I, so in that same aspect though, you know, we talk about people who are pre-qualifying themselves or who are essentially getting to know that you're, you're essentially creating almost warm leads, right? Yes. Um, in your experience or at, when you've helped people write their books for business in particular, have, have they seen like tangible, gains from people who are like oh I read your book and like either now I'm on your email list or I've become a client like is it is it really visible that kind of pipeline of people coming from a book that was written by you it really is and that that's another big thing that I work with my clients on um, specifically each one of them one-on-one is to determine where do you want the people that okay they've read your book where do you want them to go? Do you want to funnel them into your email list? Do you want, is it something where you want to be posting online and telling people, Hey, I've got this free ebook download, get on my email list. And this is what I'm going to send out. And then do you want your call to actions to be funneling them into a pre-recorded group program Mm -hmm. or your one-on-one services, or is your ebook more of a 20 page guide that you tell them, hey, this is the Cliff Notes version. If you want the full copy, visit this link. And for $5.99, I'll give you the full book. You know, you have so many options. So that's the first thing we really want to focus on is not only what is your specialty and what makes you different and amazing, who do you work with and where do you want them to go? And usually that's when we start figuring out that there are multiple smaller books or there are going to be different facets and different approaches we can take. Um, I mean, I I can use myself, for example, the first book that I wrote for my business, 
I actually wrote it in less than six weeks while I was recovering from emergency back surgery because I was like, what else am I going to do when I'm stuck in this recliner chair? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) And within the first two months of when I wrote it, I published it online. Within the first two months, I had signed three new one-on-one clients for a total of 1000 in revenue. And I had made 300 bucks in royalty payments. Wow. I mean, it, and that was just the first two months. I've now since published um, six other books of my own and then over 40 books for different clients. And some of them are using their book as a launching pad to get podcast spots, to get on stages as a speaker. Um, I have a few that are using them for launching their new group programs to get people into those or into masterminds. And some, their book is a, a bigger, heavier volume that's really giving their personal life story and their professional story to bring people in to work with them one-on-one to, you know, achieve their own results. And so the amount of success that you have and the amount of feedback, it really depends on how you want to position the book, how you're wanting to get it to them, whether it be a free download in print, um, all of the options, you know, D all of the above, and then what you want to funnel them into. But it, yeah, it definitely is worthwhile. I, I mean, that makes so much more sense. And I think, and I think we don't, or I haven't at the very least, we don't think about writing a book in that avenue, right? When we come to business, especially for me in particular, which is weird because I, I read a lot of books. Um, my One of my goals, I used, growing up, I was a very big book reader. My mom literally, her and I would sit at the dinner table and she'd have a book and I'd have a book and we ate together, but we're both reading books. And <laughs> as I've gotten older, I've purposefully made it goals of mine to like read more because I got off of it for a while with just scrolling through my phone. But a lot of the books I read are like trashy romance novels. Um, and then I, I do like read, I'm very big into like socioeconomic books or like psychology type books. And I never really, and I read a lot of business books and I don't really think about from their aspect of like why they wrote a book. Um, but like some, I have like, you know, we should all be millionaires by, um, I forget Rachel, I forget what her last name is, but it's a really good book. It made me like look into her program that she had and figure out if that was something I wanted to do. I, I just read a book. Um, her name is Julia. It starts with a B. I, I can't remember it, but it's like why women lead. And she, uh, interviewed all of these women CEOs and women who went through and got venture capital and things like that. And she was a CNN reporter, but it really made me think about like, look into some of the women that she detailed in, in her book about their businesses. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. And so, but it never occurred to me that I could do something similar because I think as most people, and I'm not one to really have imposter syndrome like that, but I think we think that we don't have as much, knowledge to share as we probably do. I I 100% agree. And I think that's where it comes back to that beginner mindset is we assume that our expertise, our magic, what makes us special, it's it's not something we have to talk about because everybody can do it. Yeah. And I mean, I still have it myself when I sit down uh, like this, or when I sit down and have a call with a new client and I start telling them, well, this is how you can probably, you know, this is how we can start your writing routine. And let's start to outline your book and fill things in and put flesh on the bones. And, and they're just looking at me and I'm like, oh, okay. 
okay, I apologize. Let's let's go back and let's start at the beginning. Like because to me, that's just that's how my mind works. Do and- you help though? Like when if like let if I were to come to you and say like Megs, I want to write a book. I don't know what I want to write about. Like I just I know I want to do this. Do you like help with that whole like okay? let's talk about what you could write a book about or like maybe where, you know, you have content already that you can pull from. Like, do you actually help with all of that? Or is it more like, Megs, I want to write a book. Here's what I want to write a book about. I already know. And so now you can help me. Um, D, all of the above. <laughs> I, I really, I want to work with my clients the way that I like to be worked with. And so like when I'm hiring a professional for their help, for their expertise, I want them to meet me where I am. And I get that that's kind of selfish, but that's how I am. And so I try to do that with my clients as well. And so we always hop on a call um, and I don't consider those sales calls. I call them discovery calls because by that point, they know that I curse. They know that I'm obsessed with dinosaurs. They know that I'm probably going to have a dog barking or snoring. I've seen your dog. It looks beautiful. (laughs) My son is also obsessed with dinosaurs. (laughs) I have this T-Rex on my wall. I didn't even notice that. (laughs) Well, when I'm on more professional calls, I will like move sideways. So I block it. But but, like by the time people book a call with me, they know who I am. They know what they're getting. And so I know that I don't have to go into it trying to be salesly or prim and proper. Yeah. And then that call, that's where we really dig into it. And I just say, okay, you know, are you coming with an idea? Do you just know that you want a book for your business? And then we're going to figure out what it's going to be about and what format. And <laughs> and then I also help with the ghostwriting part of it. So if they come to me and say, hey, this is my business. This is what services I offer. I would like a book. Then we set up interview calls where I can pull as much of their genius out as I can. And then I go offline and write the book for them and send it back. So I do a little bit of a little bit of all of it. That's awesome. I you've definitely given me a lot to think about. Um, And I should have known that you like dinosaurs because I'm looking at your website now and I see you have a little I guess a T-Rex with an umbrella tattoo I on you. I do. I have that. And then I also have this one, which he can growl at people when I get angry. Oh, my son would absolutely love everything that's on you. We, I literally just painted his room this past weekend. Um, it's it, Most of it is green and like a very like just green. Um, but we're going to get like dinosaur wallpaper. And his fifth birthday was um, it was a dinosaur themed birthday. And we, I found a company that had life-size, like, full animatronic. Well, not animatronic. There was a person in it. But, like, a raptor that, like, roared and could walk around and play with the kids and, like, highlight. And and most of the adults were, like, more obsessed with with the dinosaur. I want that for my 41st birthday. Like, I need to get that info from you. Well, you're you're probably have more luck than I did because you're out west. I because the, there's a company in California that even would bring um, like dinosaur eggs and like would show fossils and things like that. And I really wanted them, but I'm on the east coast, so I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do that. So we do actually where where we live is right within this like dinosaur zone. So there oh, are sure. a couple yeah. of sites maybe 20 miles away where they actually found a whole bunch of dinosaur egg fossils. And wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you definitely, like I said, you definitely have given me a lot to think about personally um, when it comes to 
writing a book and having a book written um because I until you pointed out like that I have 50 something episodes and probably 70 recorded at this point um you know again I don't think most people realize like how much knowledge they actually have and that that spoken word is it, it, it when you do put it on paper it does become a lot more than what you think it is and so it, it's it we might already have the content there yeah. I'm a big fan of repurposing content to begin with so you probably have all of the stuff there already that you've given out in like little chunks and pieces here and there and it's just a matter of pulling it together and figuring out why you want to do it or where you want it to go to that something like this could help well and with the repurposing content it's so important I remember when I realized that like I think I'm a big deal, but not everyone online is seeing everything that I post ever. Yes. I say that all the time. Yeah. You know, and the people that are listening to the podcast may not be people that read a book and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. The people that are on my Facebook, they're not the Instagram people. And so I, I literally say that all the time. Like you, I will write an email blast, an Instagram post, a Facebook post. Um, all about the same thing, do yes. a reel, all about the same thing. And it's because people consume content in different ways. Like there's people yep. who do listen to podcasts. There's people who would prefer to, and I don't do video podcasts, but they might prefer to watch this podcast versus listening to it. And then there's people who would prefer to read what I'm talking about versus listening to it. And so like, like I said, you probably already have all the things you need to pull into a book. It's just a matter of doing it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, knowing that it's an option. It is something like you said, you probably already have all of it there. It's yeah, it is possible. It is possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to thank you so much for coming on. I think you've certainly given me a lot to think about. I think it's, it's definitely something that people should be considering in their business um, as a way to just help grow their business and at least position themselves as an expert in what they do. Um, you mentioned before, like if, you know, if you want to be on more podcasts, if you want to be more speaking, having author behind your name, I still think brings some level of prestige, especially when you, if you want to go into things like that. So if you want to learn more about Megs, you can go to megsrights.com, M-E-G-S rights.com. Um, and you'll be able to check out all the services that she has. And she has some great self-paced online courses. And so, and all of her books, of course, I will put that in the show notes for you guys. So you can make sure you check her out. But Megs, thank you so much for being on the show. This was such a great conversation. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. This was absolutely a blast. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Happening next week on the Strategy for Creatives podcast. I'm talking all about how to build a homepage that converts. You'll learn tips and tricks for building a website that makes people want to stick around. So make sure you tune in for next week's episode. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the Strategy for Creatives podcast. I hope you enjoyed the insightful discussion and hopefully found valuable tips that you can put in your business today. If you found the podcast helpful, I'd love it if you take a moment to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps me make a better show and reach more listeners like you. And don't forget to share the podcast with your favorite business owner who could benefit from the strategies and insights I share on the show. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe and stay up to date with the latest trends and techniques for growing your creative business. If you want more, don't forget to join the Strategy for Creatives Facebook group, or you can follow me on Instagram at Strategy by Sasha. Have a topic suggestion or a question you want to hear answered? Email me at hello at strategybysasha.com. 
Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week with another episode of the Strategy for Creatives Business Minus the Bullshit podcast. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.